Recording started. Hallelujah. Hold on, hold on one second, guys. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Stand it right there, Mike. So I can. Let me um, put this on right quick. Just a minute. Copy. Praise the Lord. All right, one second. Hallelujah. Yes, ma'am. Uh, Hallelujah. Can we go um, just have a little, a short prayer because I've got a lot of information to finish. Okay, well, we got, a, we got a special, at the end, we have a special prayer request for one of, okay. uh, one of our, in the hospital. Hallelujah. So we do have a special prayer request at the end. Yes, ma'am. I mean, we do have one in the yes, end. Ma'am. So, hi, Mama. Hi, my buddy. Mother, hi. Hey, okay. Now that I hear your voice. I feel better now that I hear your voice. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Just a minute, yeah. Just one minute. I've let you do, my sister, my Amen. friend. I'm a confidant. Amen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, just bear with me one moment. I'm trying to figure some stuff out right now. Hallelujah. Enemy tried to fight today, but this is not. We give we don't give the devil no credit for that one. Yeah, he can fight all he wants. He ain't got no victory. He ain't got the victory. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Not up in him. Perfect. All right, let me make sure that we have your up here. Hallelujah. Okay, we got your stuff. Okay, so now I just gotta do this. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you, God, on tonight. Oh, God. Hallelujah. We thank God. Amen. Where the spirit is, there is liberty. And where there's liberty, there is freedom. So we thank you, God, on tonight. Oh, Jesus. So allow us just to be in your presence on tonight. Father, oh God, we thank you because this is the air that we breathe. My God, this is the air that we breathe. Hallelujah. This is the air that we breathe. Hallelujah. This is the air that we breathe. Father, we thank you, God, on tonight. Father, we thank you. This is the air that we breathe. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you, God, on the opportunity, oh God, that you're we're able to go into your presence on tonight. Father, oh God, as we strengthen each other, oh God, in this season. Father, we thank you, oh God. As we enter your presence on tonight. Father, oh God, we thank you for, amen, the Bible study, amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. 
Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you for the opportunity that you've got to given us together. You said where the spirit is, there is liberty. And where there's liberty, there is freedom. But Father, you said that every request tonight that you will honor it right God. You will honor it right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for the opportunity, oh God, because this is the air we breathe. And Father, we wouldn't be able to breathe without you. We wouldn't be able to talk without you. We wouldn't be able to move without you. And most of all, we won't even be able to function without you. And so, Father, we thank you, God, on tonight. As we go into his presence on tonight, we thank you. Mandela will say, Father, we thank you that you send forth your anointing on tonight. Your prophetic shift. Father, you think your apostolic fire on tonight. Father, however you want us to be in this season. And so we thank you, oh God, as we strengthen each other, oh God. Where there's unity, there is We thank you, God. Hallelujah. We thank you, God, for allowing us, amen, to be in your presence, amen, throughout the week. We thank you, oh God, for your anointing. As you continue to allow us to saturate this room. And Father, that people, our word of God is being heard all over the world. And so we thank you for that opportunity that many of us didn't have it. And so we thank you for your presence on tonight. We thank you for the woman of God that's getting ready to bring forth the word on tonight. We thank you, oh God, the Holy Ghost being the teacher on tonight. My God, my God, Father, we thank you, God, on tonight. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah, we thank you. Mm-hmm. Father, we thank you. Oh God, we thank you, God, on tonight. We thank you. We thank you for the move on tonight. We thank you. We thank you for your presence on tonight. We thank you. We thank you for your anointing in this place. We thank you. Oh God, we thank you on tonight as we get ready to go forth on this presence. We thank you, oh God, for your sweet anointing that saturates this place. Father, we thank you on tonight. We thank you, oh God. Father God, as we stand in your minutes, just a few more minutes, hallelujah, as we continue to enter into your presence tonight. Hallelujah, we thank you, God, we thank you, Father. Lord, we thank you, we thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. Mm-hmm. Jesus, we thank you, O oh God. We thank you for your anointing. Father, we thank you, God, on tonight, Father. We thank you for deliverance. We thank you, hallelujah. Hallelujah, that we may hold. We thank you, hallelujah. We cancel the enemy, the assignment of the enemy of flu, virus, any type of bacterial uh, infections, COVID, hallelujah, hallelujah, any type of COPD that's connected, every form of respiratory or pulmonary dysfunction, we arrest you in the name of Jesus. 
and Father, we release the in the atmosphere and the stratosphere that we would no longer, hallelujah, amen, you would never be able to enter their bodies again. Father, we declare the clean on this time. Every form of yes, cancer, Lord, every form of infection, every form of lymphatic, yes, every form of diabetes, yes, every Lord. form of muscular skeletal yes, every form in the name of Jesus. You, Father, God. you said, hallelujah, did, did I give in us the spirit of God? Gave us power, love, and sound mind. And so, Father, on tonight, hallelujah, as we go, we put the request, amen, out tonight. We put Susan Rumor on tonight, hallelujah, hallelujah as we pray at the yes, ending God. oh god hallelujah we're going to touch in the power and agreement that god will resurrect her out of that situation my god from heaven we speak into the atmosphere the stratosphere thank we you, speak god. over elder skinner situation hallelujah thank father you, we thank you oh god you're going to make thank them the victor you, and not the victim of circumstances we thank yeah, you what does and i'm the elder and bernice oh, on yeah. tonight did you guys know you can recycle plastic bags at Publix? They get taken into a special recycle. The word on tonight, we go into the word on tonight. And Father, as you begin to go into our minds and our thought process on tonight. And so, Father, we thank you. Amen. Hallelujah. And at the end, oh God, we're making our declaration over every loved one that we're putting on the mantle on tonight. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. And we're introducing to some and others on tonight. None other amen than prophetess, amen, Glenda Lane. Amen on tonight. God bless you. Amen. amen. Praise the Lord, saints. Amen. Thank God for being on the line tonight. Um, thank you, God, especially for uh, Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. We love you, brother in Christ. Amen. Uh, and everybody else on the line from all the 45 states and 30-something countries. This is a word from the Lord. I've been praying all week long, and um, and this is what God gave me tonight. So let's ride with me together as we pray. I'm going to ask you to turn your Bibles um, to the first, the book of John, 1 John. It's the John in the back of the book, the Bible. 1 John, 3rd chapter. First John, Amen. third chapter. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you for your word tonight. God, I thank you. God, I praise you. God, I adore you. I thank you, God, because for this word you gave to me, specifically for the body of Christ, for the people of God, everybody that might hear on the sound of my voice, anybody that might hear uh, this word tonight, hallelujah, I pull down every stronghold, everything not like God, everything that might to stop me, block me, hinder me, but I say, Satan, the Lord rebuke you, because you have no power, because all power belongs to Jesus Christ himself, amen, amen. I was praying specifically this week, amen, with the tragedies, hallelujah, that's covering over our country the United States of America, amen, and the other countries as well when they have mass shootings. And I was asking God uh, some questions about life and people and love because I could not understand because as a child I grew up in the South uh, and in Georgia, amen. And I remember my grandmother, her name was Maggie Mincy, 
that she would always tell us at certain times of the night that we must be inside the house because um, there were people there that would walk around with tiki torches and try to scare you with masks on and hoods on, the, uh, the KKK, all these different kinds of people simply because they had no love in their hearts. They were not transformed by the newing of their minds. And my mother would always tell us that because, um, and at that time, there was only, there was two kinds of uh, even movies. We had to go to the movie where the black people could sit down and watch a movie, but we couldn't go to the movie theater with the whites because there was such a discrepancy of who was better or who had this. And because of that, God began to teach me and tell me about this topic tonight about divine love, divine, divine, divine. Divine love only comes through the Lord Jesus Christ. I wonder why, why people grow up and um, they don't understand or they, they don't like you because of the love, color of your hair or they don't, they don't like you because of the, the, color, the skin color, because of you might be Hispanic or you might be Asian. But God loves all of us. He was a divine God that he loved us and who we are and whose we are. I believe that God never makes mistakes when he created us. He created us as individuals, but he created us as he wanted us to be. So if he wanted us to be born black, we were born black. If he were born, born us to be white or Caucasian, he created us that way. If he wanted us to be Chinese, American, African, Jamaican, God has in control of our very being, our DNA, how we think, how we breathe, where we go, what our likes and dislikes, because God has created us, but he tells us that we are created in his image. We were made in the image of God. There's no big I and no little you. There's no big I. You might be the Queen of England or you might be the President of the United States. You might be an African prince. But there is no respect of person in God because God created us all with a divine nature. A nature that God gave us for us because he knew down the line who would need what. So this book here, John, 1 John, was written by um, um, the Apostle John. He was the same John that was on the Isle of Patmos. It was the same John. Uh, he ended up dying at an old age, but the point is this. They tried to kill him. But they boiled him in oil. They tried to destroy his physical body, but he had a job to do, and therefore he lived. And so when I couldn't get rid of him, I couldn't kill him, I couldn't boil him in oil, I put him aside on, a, on an island to die. And here God began to talk to this John and revealed uh, his plans for the world. The whole book of Revelations was written by 
this John. And he was revealing to people what was going to happen uh, down the line. Um, the Bible says the purpose of this book was to reassure the Christians in their faith uh, and to counter false teachings. There are, many, there are lots of false teachings in the Bible, whether it's in the Old Testament or New Testament, because the enemy was trying to take us out. The enemy didn't want us to serve God. The enemy didn't want us to know our God. So it, is, it, it was designed for the enemy to take us out at all costs, whether it's by broadcast, whether by, by, by a job, whether it's by situation, baby. It's by death and our family. But the job description of the enemy is to take us out at all costs. Why? So we cannot uh, fulfill the purposes of God. That we are born with a purpose. We are born with the nature of sin, but when we give our lives again, we then take on a new nature. I'm no longer the old Glenda, but I'm the new Glenda. I'm not the woman that I used to be before I knew him, but when I became him, I, I, I grew up in him. I've changed my whole lifestyle so that he, he, rec- he wants us to know that we must be war- born again in the spirit. But we have to know him. We must know Jesus Christ. Jesus that spoke the world into existence. This Jesus that loved us in spite of us. This Jesus forgives us again and again and again. Why? Because he loved us. He didn't even have to make a world for us. But because of his love and his desire to love. And not just love, but love with divine love. You say, what kind of love we're talking about? We're talking about divine love, that love that only comes directly from God. Well, we know of his kids is we have our little puppy love that we find somebody that we think is so cute and we like them. Or then we marry somebody and then we call, we fall in love or we're in love with that person. Sometimes we figure, well, we'll, we'll be with them the rest of our life till death do us part. But it doesn't always work like that because Why? There is no divine love involved. I don't know about you, but I've learned over the years, if you don't actually um, um, love, uh, if you don't like the person, but you think you're in love with them, eventually you will fall out of love. Why? Because you were not friends. Friendship, friendship to laugh, friendship to smile, friendship to provide. Friendship is Love, a kind of love. Well, we're talking about the divine love today that only comes from God. So now we go into the book of John, 1 John, the John in the back of the Bible. Amen. And the third chapter, first verse. Okay. Divine love. Now, um, he's talking through John's perspective. He's saying, behold, 
what manner of love that the Father has bestowed upon us. God has given that kind of love that man cannot take from us. This kind of love will love us in spite of our, 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 our wrongdoings. This kind of love that no matter what we do, it's not an excuse for sin, but God loves us enough to forgive and move on in our lives. So he says, behold, what manner of love? The Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore, the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Hallelujah. So, the world itself did not recognize the love of our Father Jesus Christ. So we have taken on a sin nature from when we're born. But when we willing uh, give up our lives and say, Lord, um, um, come into my life, and I've changed now, and I'm, 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 I'm believing what your word says. I'm living as your word says. I have a change. Agent. So you have become a change agent on the earth. You are no longer the same. Uh, you don't even walk the same. You don't talk the same. You don't act the same now because you now have a new nature. That's why when you give your life to Christ totally, you stop cussing. That's why when you give your life to Christ, you don't do what you used to do. You don't whore You don't do the things that you used to do. You don't even have the same desires that you used to have. Why? Because you have taken on a new nature in God, in God and this is a divine nature from God himself. And that's why Paul constantly said, Hallelujah. He said, all that matters is that I know him. So that when I know him, I can take on a new nature. When I know him, I don't have to walk in sin. When I know him, I can't do what I want to do. I don't want to do and I don't want to think about doing what I used to do. Why? Because I have taken on a new nature. Amen. Verse 2 says, beloved. So I love that word. Beloved means I love you. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, which is Jesus, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. So he's saying there will become a time when we take on the nature of God and we will be able to see him, Christ, as he is. So he's I'm talking about walking in perfect divine love. You will be like him. You will become a replica 
of who God is when you take on the new nature of God, his divine love. And then I said, God, well, why, why am you teaching me about divine love? And God began to tell me, he says, there is a spirit on the earth right now. On every country, every word, every state, there is a spirit of Cain that is taking forth on the earth. That is why there is so much killing. That's why there is much more lying. That's why you have so many guns everywhere. That's why people hate each other for the reason, no reason at all. Why? They've taken on the Cain spirit from the beginning. You go back to the Bible in the beginning. It talks about Adam and Eve. Well, they had two sons in the beginning. There was one Abel and one that was Cain. And Cain was so jealous of his brother, so he killed it. And this was the first record of murder on the earth. And ladies and gentlemen, I tell me, God's telling me to tell you, there is a vicious spirit walking on the earth to and fro, killing everything that is not like God, killing things that love God, killing, killing. It is. It was here before time when, hallelujah, when, when the devil will kick out of the kingdom, and hallelujah, it is walking on the earth today, killing everything because of the color of their skin, killing because there might be a Jew or Gentile, killing because you might be Asian American, killing. It is a spirit that is sent out from hell. Because even the enemy knows, he knows he has but a short time. People are telling each other and saying, why is all this killing is going on? Why people don't like each other? Why, why, why? And then you look back and you say, well, some of these younger, these younger kids, you wonder how, how can they be, have so much hatred in their hearts? Sometimes it's because they walked and lived in a home where there was so much hatred in their hearts. It's almost like having a kid in your in your in your house, and you know you don't want the kids to smoke, but they'll they'll pick up they'll, they'll see mom and daddy with a, a cigarette, and the, and then they when you put the cigarette down, and then it's and it's it's like the the cigarette butt, and then the kid will go and pick up the cigarette butt. Why? Because it's trying to mimic the mother or the father. But here, ladies and gentlemen, here the enemy is trying to mimic. Satan and guns are a deadly weapon. Can't, guns, hallelujah, don't solve issues. Guns are there built to destroy people's lives because people don't love God. Well, you have the host of people that believe there is no God. So let's deal with the ones that are atheists and saying, 
There is no God. It's not possible. We just got here by ourselves. The sky just got here by itself. The moon just jumped up in the sky by itself. Uh, uh, volcanoes just, just come out of the blue work because, well, it's just nothing. Well, I want you to know that this Bible that we, that we love, this Bible, that this is our road route to the kingdom of Jesus Christ, it speaks of these kind of issues, that there is a God that spoke the world into existence. There is a God, hallelujah, that loves us. There is a God that teaches our morals and teaches how to love one another. Uh, the morals of society, the morals of the kingdom of God, the morals to do right when you want to do wrong. And there's the ones that uh, maybe grown up in the church and they've backslidden and they they said well I'm coming back I'm coming back and 10 years here 30 years there and they've not come back to God but we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring there is tomorrow is not promised according to the scriptures of God we can get right off this line tonight and die we don't know what God has a plan for us we don't know so we have to know that Jesus Christ the Bible says that he is the author and the finisher of our faith. But we have to know for the surety who God is. That we know that when shall appear, that we shall be like him, but we shall see him as he is. So the Bible tells me that there will be a time that I can see God for myself. Now, that's not a figment of my imagination because the Bible does not lie. So he's saying, now, if I live the way he tells me to live, I pray like he tells me to pray. I live according to his word, not the pastor's word, not the teacher's word, but the word of God. And that's why a lot of times I read the scriptures because I don't want nobody to say that I'm trying to uh, lead somebody astray. So there's a possibility, hallelujah, that one day, Linda, that you shall see him for yourself. Hallelujah. So now... Now, verse 3 says this, And every man that has hope in him purifies himself. So you have to have hope in you. Hope to believe God. Hope to have faith. Hope to know him for yourself. It's a personal relationship with Christ. I can preach to you all day long, but if you don't have the hope and belief what the word says, I'm talking to the wall. Because you must know Jesus Christ for yourself. You can witness all day long, but if you don't know him, and if you don't walk under the precepts and the principles of God, newsflash, you lost because you're not doing what the word says. Verse 4 again. Whatsoever committeth sin, transgressions, also the law. For sin is transgressions of the law. So sin 
that's one thing a lot of churches don't want to talk about sin. They'll talk about money. They want to talk about finances. Talk about this, that. But listen, uh, we have a sin nature as a human being. But we can't get to heaven if we're sinning. We can't get to heaven if we're lying. We can't get he- heaven when you're cheating. You can't get heaven if you're not treating people right. You can't respect them. You have to walk and talk and live as Jesus Christ wants him to live. No, no, no transgressions. No, 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 no. Lord, forgive me. Yes, he forgives, forgive, forgive. But he knows your nature. So if you have a sin nature of lying, you're going straight to hell. I'm sorry. That's what the words say. We have on to take on the nature of the Lord Jesus Christ. Again, people don't want to talk about the devil. And we're not giving him so much, so much power. But there is a spiritual enemy to take us out. There's a spiritual desire to kill us. There's a desire to make you to the point that you won't know whether your head's from your foot. Because the enemy is trying to rob you of your mind, rob you of your senses, rob you of your thoughts, rob you of everything that you own. Because he doesn't want you to know him and his Resurrection power. I got to know God for myself. I got to know him. What if something happens to me and I can't talk? I can't do anything. I can't, I can't do anything. And, and somebody comes to the hospital and, and, and see me laying in the bed. I can't, I can't communicate with them. I can't talk to them. I can't tell them, uh, tell me what to pray for. I don't know. I don't know because my communication skills are stopped. And, 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 and because we have an opportunity every day of our life to say, Lord, forgive me. Lord, I'm sorry. Lord, change my life. Lord, wash me inside, out side, up and down, because I don't want to be lost. I don't want to go to hell. And little slash, there will be no air conditioning in hell. There will be no air conditioning in hell. There's going to be two temperatures, hot and hotter. And if you do what the words say, if you can't live like you want to say, if you don't do what the words say, we're walking in a circle, and we ain't going nowhere. Because he's talking about divine love. And now he talks about here the love of a brethren. Ah, we have to love one another. Our whole concept of Christ is of love. Love ye one another. So whether you're in a Pentecostal church, whether in a, a predominantly white church, or whether in a black church, whether we're in a Hispanic church, the Bible tells us to love ye one another. So if I go, hallelujah, to the other side of town and take my guns and shoot somebody in the area where all those folks are black, hallelujah, it is not the love of God. I don't know when these churches are going to start standing up and saying that we don't condone the violence against another person or a country or a nation, hallelujah, because of the skin of the color. Hallelujah. We've got to stand up for the word of God. We've got to stand up for his 
righteousness. The word righteousness means I have to be in the right standing of God. For this is uh, the message that ye hear from the beginning, that we should love one another. Like he spoke to Adam and Eve in the garden, love ye one another. No matter we might fall out with each other, but he tells us to love one another. I don't have to like everything you say. I don't have to like everything you do. I don't have to like what you look like. But the Bible commands us to love one another. You walk around all day in the grocery stores. You don't smile. You don't talk. You don't say, hey, God bless you. I love you. God says love ye one another. And when I do things contrary to the word of God, am I not doing the word of God? No, you're not doing what God called you to do. Why? Because you're not loving me in spite of who I am or where I live or what I do or how I dress. Come on, come on. Hallelujah. And verse 12 says this, not as Cain who was of that wicked one. Again, running back to the Old Testament, it talks about Cain and Abel, and here are these two brothers. They came from the same mother. Amen. And um, um, one had the favor of God, and one didn't have the favor of God. So he got so mad, he killed his own brother. Today's society, you see everywhere, Folks killing one another. Mama's killing daddies. Daddy killing da daughters. Daughters killing fathers. Huh? Because the spirit of Cain is on the earth. Why? Because we don't spiritually love one another. That's why one of the most prejudiced places in America is on Sunday morning. Why? Because the white churches predominantly go where the white people, uh, 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 they go and they fellowship, and then the predominantly black churches go to, to the predominantly black churches. Why? Because we are separated by color. We are separated by beliefs. We are separated, but there's nowhere in the Bible that Jesus says he loves the white church or the black church or the Hispanic church or any other church, but Jesus says he is a God of love. And as people of God, we have to go purposely and create peace, look around people that don't look like us and begin to witness to them about the love of Jesus. Show love to them because sometimes that's the only love they ever known is in their homes. And if they don't have love. There are children now that have grown up, hallelujah, with these same traits now because they have not shown love in their own homes. You wonder why so many bipolar people in the world, why? Because they have not shown love in their own homes. They have to please mama and love, please daddy, do the, do the dishes, do the this, do that. And, and mama just sit there and and give orders and not show love and not show how and show them how to dress and teach them how to iron clothes. Why? Because mama or daddy is all about themselves. And so you see now why the spirit of Cain is walking upon on the earth from every country. There's been mass and killings in the last six or eight years that has never been on this earth. Why? Because the spirit of Cain is running rampant because 
people don't love one another. They don't like one another. They don't speak to one another. They don't fellowship with another. Why? Because they have their own little space. And I don't want you to come where I'm. And I don't want to go over here. And I'm Pentecostal. And I'm I'm Baptist. And we all go into church together. And we praising God. But you don't like my color. You don't like my dress. You don't like my synagogue. Hallelujah. But we say we love one another. It was so frightening to me uh, years ago when I sat on the, uh, the, the White House steps and you found all these Pentecostal preachers, amen, that love God. Hallelujah. But they're fighting against uh, uh, things and situations. I am, I am not for abortion. I'm not for those things. But let me tell you what. The only thing that Bible tells us that we cannot be forgiven for is blaspheming of the Holy Spirit. They don't tell you all that, do they? No, no, you, yes, you, you shouldn't. I don't believe, I'm not putting my pressures on you, but I don't believe that it's right, hallelujah, to have an abortion. But that's your decision. I'm not telling you what to do with your body, but I'm telling you this. The Bible says that the only thing that you cannot be forgiven for is blaspheming of the Holy Spirit. So if you make mistakes, any mistakes, whether it's whore hopping or whether it's cheating or whether it's lying or whether it's, it's doing anything, sleeping with the dead, all kinds of crazy stuff that, that's going on in this world today, God says he can forgive us for anything but but blaspheming of the Holy Spirit. But I've got to love you where you're at. I've got to love you in the subjection of the Holy Spirit. I've got to have that divine love you, love you, not to say I love you, but produce something in your love. Whoa. That there, there will be a difference than the other people around you that told me that you love you. Strangest thing in America, hallelujah, people, uh, they talk about love. There's so many things of commercials about sex and all these other things, hallelujah. How sex is fine on the confines of marrying your own husband or your own wife. But if you're not married, according to the word of God, we're not, we should not be having sex, hallelujah, if you're not married. We should not have be having sex if we're not married, hallelujah. We not condone all this all this stuff that is not godly. We cannot get into the kingdom of God. And then you say, what is going on? But it is the spirit of Cain that's trying to kill folks and destroy people's minds and destroy people's uh, reputation because the enemy knows it's only but a short time left. So where will you be? Who, who, if God, God call you tonight, what could witness? What could you tell God about your love, yourself? But say, Lord, I love you. I love you. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I went to church two or three times a week. And Lord, I give, I give to the wind. But what about your character? That's another thing we don't talk about in the church character. Talk about money, you talk about finance, but you don't talk about character. Character to teach right. 
character to live right, character to do right, character show love one another. Uh, you can't preach to me about your house and all this other stuff if you ain't showing no character in your own home. You can't care. You can't teach me about loving God if you can't love your own wife. How you you got to take care of your own household uh, because you have to have the character of a godly woman or a godly man. Hallelujah. And if I'm not the woman that you want me to be, you you you. Treat me in such a way that I love you unconditionally. That's what God wants us. God wants to have character in him. Yes, Lord. Divine, yes, Lord. supernatural love. Love, the Bible tells us, if, 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 if you want to slap me, hallelujah, slap me, look here, and then I'll turn around and give you the other hand, other, other, other cheek to slap. And you know what? I said to myself that that was one of the most craziest things. Now I'm going to sit here and let somebody slap me, and I'm going to turn around and give them the other cheek. But that's what the Bible says. That I've got to love God so much that my character speaks for me. My character speaks to me to the point that, oh, I know she wouldn't do that. I know her character. My, my character speaks to me. So they, would, they, they know, oh, no, she's not going to run around with another man because she has the character of Christ now because she has a new nature in her. The character to feed, the character to love, the character to go out and, and, and do what they need to do to feed a family or feed people. The character of love is on the line now. And you wonder why, hallelujah, the nature of the beast of the people today is to kill one another. They go out and buy these these these, these powerful guns because they want to make sure you're dead. My God, my God. Because I hate you so much that I want to take you out at no all cost. Where were these people's parents? Where were they when they were hiding their guns? Where were they day on Sunday school? Where were they teaching them love to want to just kill people for no reason? It is not the character of Christ. Right. When is the church going to stand up and say, I love you, no matter what's happening? When is the church going to stand up and love me for me? When is the church going to stand up that I'm going to love you lest I die? And hallelujah, because I love him. I love Christ more than I love you. I love Christ more than anything. And I've got to turn the other cheek. It's stupid. I don't like it. But that's what the word says. Oh, my God. Love. That's why the Bible said love covers. It said love covers the multitude of sins. Now let me make you understand this. Sin is not an excuse for not doing right. And every time we have a thought, God is so awesome that he knows your thought before you think it. So if you say, I'm going to do this, and I can get away with this, and I can tell God I'm sorry, and it's okay. But he knows your nature. He knows when you're lying. He knows when you're cheating. He knows when you're fornicating. He knows when you're doing all kinds of things. He knows it. But then you perpetrate, and you think God doesn't know you're wrong. 
You think God knows your mind? You think God doesn't know your mind? And God knows that you're deceitful ways, and man has deceitful ways. Jesus. Because you know and you enjoy sin. Sin, sin, the sin nature of man. We are so sinful as a nature of the beast because we don't want to do what Jesus Christ said, but yet he died on the cross for you. He died that you might have a second chance. He died, some of us, because we were sick and he brought us to the life. He died just for us. And then you have the audacity not to want to give your life to Christ. I tell God, well, tomorrow I'll give my life to Christ. But you can get in that same car and go to the grocery store and never make it back home and never repent it and go straight to hell. But he died for us. He died for our mamas and daddies. He died for our great-grandparents that love God. He died for us, and he never makes mistakes who parents we came for. He doesn't make mistakes. He is omnipotent God. He loves us. He loves us, and the sin nature of man now is to destroy everything. And if you don't teach your children the love of God and and show the love of God, your children become bitter. Your children become batterers. Your children become sinners because they see mama and daddy going to church, but when they're going home, they're a different animal. Uh, They see mama and daddy going to the store and feeding them a little bit in there, but they take the good stuff and they put it somewhere else because they don't want to share it with their children. That's not love. Hallelujah. Uh, because you hide behind the apostasy of the church. We hide Uh-oh. behind the Walk sin nature of God. But yet we go to church every Sunday morning two or three times a week and go out and pick up and bring folks to church. But your sin nature is to lie. Your sin nature is to do wrong. Your sin nature to do things sneaky and underhanded. And God knows everything. The Bible says there's nothing hidden under the sun. That means I may never know, but God knows somewhere, somehow how how many children you have, all kinds of stuff you've done in your past that you've never known about and the children that you might not even known you conceived somewhere in the world. God knows that you're not taking care of your responsibilities, but then you run to the church every Sunday morning and twice a week during the night and, and hand out try, uh, uh, flyers. But yes, your sin nature is just like Cain. You kill with your lips. You kill with your thoughts. You kill with your mind. Just you kill because you say I'm 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 better than everybody else. I know God for myself. Uh, but you don't fast. But you don't pray. You don't live right. You don't do what the Bible says. You don't sit down and study your scriptures. You find a little bit so you can go to church and talk about this particular stuff. But do you know the Bible says to leaven the whole loaf? Some of us 60, 80 years old, we have enough time to know the Bible now. Some of us rather be drunk, hallelujah, on the weekend and then go to church Sunday morning. 
because of the sin nature of the beast and the beast is Satan and the beast wants to kill you and the beast wants to destroy you and the beast want to make it to the point that you will not live and if you live you're walking in a circle and you don't even know your own name that's it that's it prophetess because of the nature but the divine nature Yes, that he loves you. He loves me. He loves me. This I know for the Bible tells me so. He loved me before I met my mama. He loved me before I met my grandmama. He loved me in spite of me. He loved me in spite that I didn't know my father. He loved me unconditionally. He loved me until I, I turned around and give him this love back because there's no other love. There's no greater love than Jesus. Christ, but I had to understand it and know it for myself. Yes, Lord. But the church, the church, the church, we are, we are pretending, we are great pretenders in the gospel. You said, preacher, how can you say I'm a great pretender? Why? Because you live one thing and you say another. You live this day and you do that. You give here and you don't do there. You go over here and you go over there. You go visit your old girlfriend and you come home and talk nasty to your wife. You do all kinds of stuff. You lay and you play. You gamble and you ramble. Hallelujah. Where is your faith. Where is your love walk with God? And that's why he constantly throughout the Bible, he says, behold. Let me look at here. Yes, look at here, church. Where is your divine love for God? I can admit to you, there's some people in our lives you just still really don't want to love. They got on your last nerve, every nerve that you can have from high school, college, and 60 years old. They still getting on your last nerve. Jesus. But Jesus tells us, we still yet have to recognize the divine love that only comes from God. The, the, the divine love that we don't understand, the divine love that even when we were going up, we'd understand. When we were kids and we would fuss and fight and argue, the teachers get us back together and say, now, so-and-so, can you tell so-and-so I'm sorry? Mm -hmm. And you don't want to say you're sorry, you stick your lip out and say, I'm sorry. And the same teacher will tell the other one, say, so-and-so, tell so-and-so. Tell your friend you say, I'm sorry. You pick that other lip up, you say, oh, I'm Okay, come on, say, I'm sorry. That's the right thing to do. You say, I'm sorry. And then right after a while, those same kids will go back out there and play, and they would have forgotten everything. Ever. But us grown folks, us church folks, we don't forget. We don't forget anything. We don't forgive anything. They are stuck. We are stuck on just being who we want to do and then they say to myself I ain't going to change I don't know but God says I am the Lord I don't change God but the method of reaching people changes in other words one time we had to go to the church in order to get this word whether it's Sunday Monday we had 
to go to the church and hook up our speakers and have a little prayer and, and have a little dance and, and then we have church. But now we've moved to a different sensation. Now because things are shut down, God has made a way so that we can still have church. We can we can we can reach souls. We can we can have souls be changed. We can change mindsets. We can draw homosexuals into Christ. We can do these things now because God has not changed change, but the method of reaching people changes now. Right. Amen. When somebody tells you I ain't going to change, well, you just stuck on stupid. Because uh, if God can change, we can change. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. But when you love God enough, you're, you're willing to change in the things of God. And when you love God enough, you'll, you'll make it right because you say you love him. If I want to die tonight and I, 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 there was somebody in my life, I had to apologize and they didn't apologize, you know, you're going straight to hell. Don't tell me, I, yeah, yeah, I can't tell me I'm going to hell. Well, that's what the Bible tells us. Love ye one another. <laughs> love. Yeah. Divine love. We don't have to like one another. But we do have to have the divine love that comes from God. That he loves us no matter what. He loves us in spite of us. He loves us no matter what we do. Verse 11 says this. For this is the message that ye heard from the beginning, mm -hmm. that ye should love one another. Not as Cain was of that wicked that slew his brother, mm -hmm. and therefore he slew himself. In other words, he killed his brother Buried him, but in the process, Cain killed his own self spiritually because right. he had killed his own brother. He was alive in the natural, but in the spirit, he was dead, dead man walking because he killed his own brother. So we must learn to walk in the love of Christ. We must walk in the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. 14th verse says this, and we know that we have passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. So that means I can, I can pass from death to life because I'm loving now? So when I love like God tells me to love, I'm passing, hallelujah, from the death of hating, the death of cheating, the death of lying, all these things. I am now passing from death to life because I have the love of God in me. And that loveth not his brother. Abide in death. So if you don't love your brother, you living in death. You living in death. 
Yeah, that's why though, they hate each other. They don't understand love. They don't understand the love, the, 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 the agape love. That's Not it. the sexual yeah. love, but the agape love. That I love you no matter what you say. I love you because I really, I, I, I don't like you, but I love you because that's the word. The word commands us to love. But if you don't have the concept of love, you'll never understand love. Right. Love means that I love you more than I love myself. Because that's what the Bible did. That's what God talks about. We must love one another. So that, suppose I'm walking down the street and um, with my husband. I'm walking one of my friends. And here this truck comes. And there's a choice between me or him. But he loved me enough to push me to the side and be killed. Why? Because he loved the love the God in me, and he was ready to sacrifice. And that's what true, true marriage is about. True marriage is I love, I love that other person so much that I'd rather to die so that person can live and go on because the love of Christ. And God wants us to have that kind of love, to love ye one another. He didn't say like. He said love ye one another. I don't care how you treat me. I've got to love ye one another. So if I have to have a choice between my living and you living, I love my daughter enough to give up my life for her. That's the same kind of love. That divine nature of love. Because when a man really loves his wife, he will do whatever he needs to do. Because God, that's why God, style, God styles us as man and woman or a marriage. Because we're supposed to have a covenant. And the covenant means I put you first, you put me first. But when your covenant breaks and you're only looking after you and they're only looking about, that's not a covenant. That's just somebody living with you. You're just living in the same house together. There's no covenant. There's no love. There's no marriage. There's no nothing. Because I look out for me and you look out for you and all that matters. And I see when I go out the door, oh, that's your wife. Oh, that's your husband. Yeah, those are little words. That's lip service. But the Christ in us wants us to love ye one another. In spite of everything else. And that's what divine love is. It's not about your color. It's not about your country. It's not about your nature. But it's about the love of Jesus Christ that died on a cross for me that I might have the right to the tree of life if I choose to give my life to Christ as he speaks of in Romans 10. That I speak with my mouth and I believe in my heart, then I shall be saved. Father, help us to love one another. Lord, teach us how to walk uh, together in unity. God, teach us the word. And not just teach us the word, God, teach us to live the word. 
speak and preach the word, but can we live the word? But God, hallelujah, help us tonight as a people to live the word, not just preach it, not think it, not want it, but teach us to be a representative of you by loving ye one another. Not color, not country, not dialect, not anything else, but teach us to love the whole world. Teach us to love. Teach us, God, to teach us to be what you want us to be. God, I rebuke the spirit of Cain on the earth. I expose him tonight in the name of Jesus. I speak in the atmosphere of the spirit of Cain. Hallelujah. That's walking on the earth now. Collecting dead bodies now. I expose the enemy now. That you speak in the You walk in the spirit of Cain. But we don't walk in fear. But we walk in power, love, and a sound mind. In Jesus' name we pray. And amen. Amen. Okay, could you give me the name of the person that's asking for prayer? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Could you give uh, me the, the name? From the- Susan, Susan Romer. She's who? in the hospital. Susan, Susan who? Romer. Romer. Okay. Okay. Hi, Susan. God bless you. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. God, we thank you for Susan, God, in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you for the adversary. We thank you, how because you have allowed to open these doors that we can pray for people in the name of Jesus. God, I speak a healing to her body. Right now, God, in the name of Jesus, I dispatch, Susan, I dispatch my angels right where you are in that, in that hospital, right in that bed, right where you are. I dispatch my angels, my holy anointed angels in the name of Jesus. Yes, you say you believe in God for your healing. And we stand and we touch and agree. For the Bible says we too touch and agree that we shall be there also. God, we heal her from the crown of her head to the bottom of her heel. Uh, God, heal her, everything on her body, in the name of Jesus. God, let her know, God, that you are with her. Hallelujah. You have spoken to her, God, many a times, God. Hallelujah. When the enemy tried to make her think that she couldn't make it, that she couldn't take it. But I thank you now, in the name of Jesus, that the Holy Ghost rules and reigns, that the Holy Ghost, hallelujah, get all in her body, that the Holy Ghost, hallelujah, that the Holy Ghost move by its power. Power in every part of her body now in the name of Jesus. You confess your healing. You possess your healing. Hallelujah. You go back to the doctor. You confess it and believe it because we serve a mighty God. Hallelujah. Even in your finances, uh, Susan, God's getting ready to move. Even in your finances. Hallelujah. God says he's going to move in your finances. Hallelujah. Within the next 30 days. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we praise you. We thank you, God. Hallelujah. For allowing to be hearing us on the podcast tonight. In the name of Jesus, God. We pray. Hallelujah. That Susan get a good night's sleep, God. In the 
name of Jesus, uh, I dispatch my angel warring for her, God, in the spirit realm. I dispatch my angel, God, uh, right now in the name of Jesus, uh, that she has a night's good night's sleep, God, uh, in the name of Jesus. Uh, God, she has not been sleeping a lot, God, uh, but I thank you now. Uh, I praise you now. Uh, I adore you now. Uh, and know uh, that God uh, is a divine healer uh, in the name of Jesus, uh, that Jesus uh, is a divine healer. Uh, hallelujah. Now, 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 uh, under whom is to able uh, to keep us from falling. Uh, and God said, Susan, uh, he's not going to let you fall. Uh, hallelujah. And he will not let you down uh, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. And amen. Amen. Um, Praise the Lord. Lord. Sadie I, um, Allen in the hospital. Sadie Allen. Allen? Allen? Yes. Allen? Allen? Allen in, in the hospital. It's Sadie. What's Sadie the name again? Sadie. Sadie. Okay, yes. Sadie Allen. Yes. Hallelujah, Sadie Allen. Amen. Praise the Lord. We thank you, God. Hallelujah. How favor, God. I speak. Oh, God, that the blood of Jesus covers you uh, from the crown of your head uh, to the bottom of your feet now uh, in the name of Jesus. Uh, I speak to your back. Uh, I speak to a headache. Uh, I speak hallelujah. Oh God uh, that your body hurts uh, and aches uh, in the name of Jesus. Uh, I dispatch angels uh, around you now in the name of Jesus. Uh, we speak a healing to you now God uh, in the name of Jesus. Uh, hallelujah God. Uh, and God said to tell you, stop worrying in the name of Jesus. Stop worrying. You're trying to worry. You're trying to fix things. But God says he knows all about it in the name of Jesus. Now, 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 I speak from the crown of your head to the bottom of your feet. Even your fingers tingle sometimes in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, hallelujah. That God allows things to happen. Huh? And I want you to know huh, that some people, huh, they don't want to go to the doctor. Huh? But I want you to know huh, that God huh, allowed Luke, huh, the physician, huh, hallelujah, huh, witness huh, great things huh, in the people's bodies. Huh? I myself am huh, a victim huh, of a stroke huh, that was in huh, in a coma. Huh? And if God did it for me, huh, God can do it for you now. Huh? In the name of Jesus, huh? hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just continue to pray and believe God and read your Bible. Hallelujah. Especially, I hear God saying, John 3.16, for God so loved the world. Hallelujah. And you study that scripture, you pray that scripture, and you read your Bible tonight, you open your Bible, and you open it to John 3.16, and God says, I'm going to do work for you in your home, uh, in your family, uh, in your finances, uh, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for calling. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. 
Thank you, God. Thank you. Uh, we speak a hedge of a, uh, of a, uh, uh, of a protection uh, over everybody that, that can hear my voice. Uh, I don't care what country you are from. Uh, I don't care whether you're in Africa, uh, Asia, uh, England, uh, Ireland. Uh, hallelujah. I speak uh, a hedge uh, of protection uh, in the name of Jesus. Uh, against uh, that spirit of Cain uh, that's walking on the earth. Uh, hallelujah. Now, uh, now, now, now. Uh, hallelujah. I speak a turnaround. Uh, hallelujah. Uh, to protect our families, God, uh, in the name of Jesus. Uh, thank you, God, uh, that we are covered uh, under divine protection uh, in the name of Jesus. We pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. A hedge of protection. Not by your color, not by your skin, but by the blood of Jesus. We all have red blood. So we talk to the blood, blood cells in our body. It is not about our color. It is not about our nation. Not about our persuasion. But by the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus that covers us. No matter what happens. That the blood of Jesus will protect and provide as long as we live. Amen and amen. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hold on. Just getting. If I can get back in there. Hold on one second. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. We in. Hallelujah. We thank God on tonight. Amen. For everybody coming to, to fellowship with us tonight at Eagles Life Restoration Ministries. Amen. We have one of our international international members on tonight. Jesus, God bless you. Amen. From Cuba. Amen. That comes. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Um, thank you, Mr. Jesus. Muchas gracias, Señor. Yes. He said the nada. <laughs> he responded the nada. Okay. Mi amor. Oh, oh, thank you. That means I love you. Love you, my love. Amen. So we thank yes. God tonight and, uh, for one of our members over there in Cuba. Amen. That um, you know, I say God is moving by the, and we love you very much. Amen. Uh, becoming part of the uh, people's life family. Amen. We thank God for what He's doing. Um, in this season, we just have to keep everybody up in prayer. Amen. We already know that the job of the enemy is to kill, steal, and destroy. But how many know uh, we always have the victory of everything that we do? Um, God is truly doing something in the lives of each and every one of us that is uh, on online, the online church. Amen. The ones that are calling in live, the one that's watching YouTube right now. Amen. And we thank God for. Uh, you taking the time just to stop by to see us, amen, to see, to fellowship with us, amen, because in strength, we grow in numbers. We're growing in numbers, really, uh, and we just give God glory for it, amen, because 
it gives us an opportunity to reconcile souls back to Christ. And that's what we're about. This is not about anything else. It's about the kingdom. And that's the reason why the kingdom has expanded uh, up to 31 countries and 45 states. And so we just thank God for what he is doing. Amen. And I pray strength for each and every one of us that is in the room. Uh, and also uh, a young lady, uh, one of the patients, amen, that I was talking to, um, her mother's on death's door. And we just got to keep Joanna and her family in prayer um, in New York. Amen. Because mm -hmm. she called me today. She actually called me. Amen. Um, she was calling me for mm -hmm. something else. And then God allowed me to minister to her. She said, listen, um, she said, I know you're a woman of God. He said, I need you to pray for my mom. You know, she's on her last leg. I said, but guess what? Whose report? We're going to believe and we're going to believe the report of the Lord. Amen. That's what that's what man says. And that's what doctor says. But what does God have to say? God has the final say so. Amen. He has the final say so. And another young lady, amen, who's 80. No, she's 91 years old. Evangelist McCummon called me from New York last night. And her sister is the one that I take care of as far as a patient. But she called me from New York last night and she spoke a word. Amen. So don't tell me God won't do anything. He said, but God is still doing anything. He's still in a miracle uh, making business. Amen. He's still in the healing yeah. business manifestation. Amen. She just called me and she said, I had to talk to you. She said, because her her sister kept calling me pastor this, pastor that. She said, that's my pastor. She's all the way in New York. That's Olive Hernandez. She is a, a chaplain up there in New York. And she like, that's my pastor. So she Amen. called me for everything. And, but you know what? It's just me being humble. I just thank God for what he's doing. Um, even on my job, that God is utilizing me uh, to reach out to people, to speak to people. Uh, people turn their lives around. Amen. Calling me back and saying that God has done something for them in their life. And that's just an honor and a, 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 just to, to stay in his presence. And that comes from when you stay in his presence. So I encourage every one of y'all just to continue to stay in his presence. Amen. Um, sometimes you got to, uh, as as uh, we are the me uh, members of the body of Christ, we need to kind of take ourselves off mute and stop being so quiet. And the reason why, the reason why, because the, the enemy takes us for granted. Okay. The enemy takes us for granted. And so if we don't open up our mouth that God has given us, Amen. amen. The ministry that's birthed within each and every one of us that is in this room. Amen. The enemy mm -hmm. will do everything you need to do to sabotage. So, but you have to speak it. And remember, faith has two legs to stand on. And that is yeah. speech, yeah. speaking it into existence and acting on it. That's the only way faith is going to move. Okay. He's going to move that, not bigger than mustard seed faith. He's talking about the measurement of faith. Mm -hmm. Amen. We got the measurement of faith. That's bigger mm -hmm. than the mustard seed yeah. faith. Yeah. Come on now. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. I don't know about anybody yeah. else. But I, I, uh, I remember I spoke, spoke a message called I got gorilla faith. And I'm going to tell you right now, I got gorilla faith right now. I really do. I really got gorilla faith. And I think that's what we need to do is take back dominion of everything that, that, that's that been taken from us. And I'm going to declare and decree God that move me, shake me, move me out, do what he need to do, uh, retransfigurate me, make me stronger. Amen. And, I mean, God is placing divine favor. And let me tell you, divine favor does not feel good, honey, because not everybody like you. That's right. You know, but I'd rather be not liked. <laughs> Amen. Then, 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 uh, and knowing that the word is going forth, 
that you get in your deliverance. And that's what it's about on tonight. So we thank God, everybody, for tuning in on tonight and fellowshipping with Eagles Life Restoration Ministries. Amen. Uh, the headquarters of uh, ELR Coalition Alliance. Amen. And many of the churches that we uh, that I oversee as well. So we just thank God tonight for what he is doing uh, in a season. Amen. Even over there in the Bahamas, our ministry and over there in the Bahamas and um, there in uh, Freeport. So we just thank God for what he's doing. You know, I'm just thank God for what he's doing. So I'm going to turn this over to the prophetess. Amen. And as we begin to close out on tonight, God bless you. Amen. Amen. Thank you, God. We thank you for the people on the line. Hallelujah. Father, let us pray. Father, we thank you for your word tonight. God, we thank you. You keep us under the blood. Cover us under the blood of Jesus. Everybody on the line, everybody connected to anybody on the line. Cover us all under the blood of Jesus. God, we recognize that the spirit of Canaan is on the earth. God, we know what you said you should provide and you shall protect. So we're standing on your word. We're literally spiritually, emotionally standing on your word. We're standing on your word. We're not going another direction, God. We're holding on to word. We hold on your word, even in tears in our eyes. We hold on to your word uh, when we don't feel good and we don't understand, God. We hold on to your word because your word, you said your word, hallelujah, and I'm holding on to your word. The people on this line, we are holding on to your word. We're holding on to your precepts. God, check us. Let us know when we're wrong. God, make it right in us. Show us the way lead us and guide us into all truth, even the truth that we don't want to hear, truth, the thing that we don't see, the truth, because we don't want to walk like this our lives and still go to hell. Wash us, cleanse us, hold us, protect us, and guide us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thank you, saints, for another Thursday night. Hallelujah. And thank God for just listening. And I'm so, I'm just so thankful that you would give me a time to listen. Praise God. God bless you. Y'all have a great night. Bye bye now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bye. Good night, honey. Good night. There's a season. Thank you, Jesus. A time. And our purpose A time to be born Oh And a time to die A time to burn A time to breathe A time to suffer And a time to be blessed Many of the righteous man, but the Lord shall deliver us from them all. Thank you, Jesus.
God bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. We thank everybody for tuning in on tonight. Amen. On a mantle of prayer on tonight. Amen. At Eagles Life Restoration Ministries on tonight. Amen. The city of Fort Lauderdale. Continue. Amen. To tune in throughout. Amen. The week. Amen. Through the many uh, preachers that are coming throughout the week. Amen. So we give God glory on tonight. Amen. For amen, allowing us to be able to reach out in 31 countries and 45 states. Amen. And we just give God glory for that because souls are coming back. Amen. For Christ on tonight. So we just thank God, everybody, for being here. Amen. <clears throat> give a special shout out. Amen. To Apostle Donald. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Um, you were able to come in at the end. We love you. Amen. Amen. That's what about what a family is uh, in the body of Christ. Amen. We continue to focus and keep moving. And so, God, we thank you. Amen. On tonight. Amen. As we get ready to close out. Amen. Don't forget. Amen. On uh, Sunday Night Raw. Amen. At 730. Amen. Sunday Night Raw. Follow us back here. Amen. Right here. Amen. At 730. Amen. Bless us to you, Apostle. Amen. Amen. We got. We just thank God. God gave us opportunity just to be able to connect with everybody. Amen. Uh, on 29 platforms that God has opened up the door is it's, it's a task, but, you know, we have to do uh, It's a mandate. And when it's a mandate, amen, God, give us the opportunity. Amen. To do it. Amen. So we give God glory on today. Amen. On today. And as we close out, may the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit continue to rest through the ride in this kingdom forevermore until we meet again. Next time on the Mantle of Prayer, that's at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, every Thursday night and Sunday. Amen. At 7.30 uh, Eastern Standard Time, 6.30 Central Standard Time. And we also have Monday night. Amen. Monday night fire. Amen. Which is Apostle. Amen. Uh, Dr. Robert Peterson on Monday night. Amen. Out of North Carolina. Amen. On Monday night, Tuesday night. Amen. Is beyond the four walls. One of the ministries are covered down in Miami. Amen. Love and Action Christian Center on Tuesday night. Amen. On the Pastor Goffin and Elect Lady Goffin. Wednesday night, we stroll over on to, amen, to Lithonia, Georgia. Amen. Royal Priesthood, Holy Nation with Chief Apostle Rodney Tate. Amen. On Apostolic Alignment. And then we close out on Thursday night on Mantle of Prayer. Amen. God bless you. May the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit continue to rest through the body in his kingdom forevermore until we meet again next time. Amen. amen on ELR Prophetic Shift Podcast Network. God bless you. 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 God bless you.